This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of non-ossifying fibroma from the pathology section on orthobullets.com. A non-ossifying fibroma is a benign fibrogenic lesion that is the most common benign bone tumor in childhood. It is related to dysfunctional ossification. Other names for a non-ossifying fibroma include metaphyseal fibrous defect, non-osteogenic fibroma, cortical desmoid, fibrous cortical defect, fibromatosis, or fibrosanthoma. With respect to epidemiology, non-ossifying fibroma is common in children 5 to 15 years old. 30% of children with an open physis have a non-ossifying fibroma. As far as locations, non-ossifying fibromas are located in the metaphysis of long bones, and 80% of the time they are found in the lower extremity, most commonly in the distal femur, then proximal tibia, then proximal fibula, then distal tibia. They tend to be uncommon in the proximal femur and the proximal humerus. With respect to the pathophysiology of non-ossifying fibromas, it is possibly due to an abnormal osteoclastic resorption at the subperiosteal level during remodeling of the metaphysis. Associated conditions with non-ossifying fibroma include Jaffe-Campanacci syndrome, which is a congenital syndrome of multiple non-ossifying fibromas and cafe au lait pigmentation, mental retardation, and involvement of the heart, eyes, as well as gonads. Other associated conditions include neurofibromatosis, familial multifocal non-ossifying fibroma, and aneurysmal bone cysts. With respect to presentation of non-ossifying fibromas, patients are usually asymptomatic and these lesions are typically found incidentally. Some cases may present with pathologic fracture. As far as imaging, radiographs are diagnostic and show metaphyseal, eccentric, bubbly lytic lesions surrounded by a sclerotic rim. The cortex may be expanded and thin, and as the bone grows, it migrates to the diaphysis. Lesions enlarge between 1 to 7 centimeters, and lesions become sclerotic as the patient approaches skeletal maturity. Avulsion of the adductor magnus insertion in the posteromedial aspect of the distal femur may produce a similar-looking lesion. Quantitative CT has been shown to be useful in predicting fracture risk. Classic characteristics on histology are fibroblastic spindle cells in world or storyform patterns. This is also referred to as a helicopter in a wheat field. A fibroblastic connective tissue background is also characteristic, as well as numerous lipophages and giant cells, hemosiderin pigmentation, and occasionally there's an aneurysmal bone cyst component. As far as the differential for non-ossifying fibroma, giant cell tumor is on there, however these are usually painful, rare in skeletally immature patients, and they have no mineralization. Osteosarcoma is also on the differential, however these lesions are also painful, and there is an irregular zone of bony destruction with a less defined zone of transition. Osteosarcomas also usually are associated with a periosteal reaction and a mineralized soft tissue mass. Other diagnoses on the differential that look like a, quote, bubbly lytic lesion on x-ray include aneurysmal bone cysts and unicameral bone cysts. The major difference between these diagnoses is that hemosiderin is seen on the histology for a non-ossifying fibroma, and the treatment for a non-ossifying fibroma is observation alone, assuming it is asymptomatic and without impending fracture. PVNS is also on the differential and has hemosiderin on histology like a non-ossifying fibroma. However, it does not have a bubbly lytic lesion appearance on x-ray and is usually treated operatively. 
other diagnoses on the differential for non-ossifying fibroma that can also be treated with observation alone, assuming, of course, that it is asymptomatic without impending fracture, include fibrinous dysplasia, enchondroma, osteochondroma, eosinophilic granuloma, and Paget's disease. Treatment for non-ossifying fibroma is non-operative, which entails observation, basically, and this is indicated as the first line of treatment since most lesions resolve spontaneously and progressively reossify as a child enters the second and third decades of life. Usually radiographs are taken at 6 and 12 months, then annually, until reossified. Casting is indicated for pathologic fractures, which can be treated as per the fracture alone, for example, long leg casting for distal femur pathologic fractures. Operative options for non-ossifying fibroma include curatage and bone grafting, which is indicated for symptomatic and large lesions that have an increased risk of fracture shown on quantitative CAT scans. That's all for this review about non-ossifying fibromas. Hopefully that was helpful. Look out for questions related to this topic on this weekend's question session, and hopefully this episode will have prepared you for that review. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on iTunes. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.